Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everyone, this is Tamara from ShopAddiction.com and welcome to episode 137. Tonight on Book Chat, I'm interviewing author L. James, a New York Times and USA Today bestselling author who also writes as Mila Jackson. She is a former IT professional and a retired Army and Air Force reservist. With over 120 books under her belt, she writes romantic suspense, mysteries, and paranormal romance. I'll be chatting with Elle about her Hearts and Heroes series, Coastal Magic Convention, and more. Coastal Magic Convention is located in Daytona Beach, Florida in February 2018. Tickets are still available, but quantities are limited, so grab yours now. For those of you that want to know more, I have a link below in the show notes, or you can go to CoastalMagicConvention.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like and share it. Show your support by rating the podcast and leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The podcast can also be found on the Spreaker app, the only place where you can get broadcast notifications so you never miss a live episode. If you'd like to email link feedback or questions, feel free to reach out to me at info at shelfaddiction.com or call in and leave an internet voice message via SpeakPipe. The link is below in the show notes. Hey Elle, thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Um, are you in Michigan as well? Or where are you at? You're not in Michigan. Where are you located? I'm in the northwest corner of Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas. Okay, so we're in the same time zone, though, or not really? Central. Central. Oh, okay. So you're an hour behind me. Right. Fun stuff. Well, thanks for taking the time to chat today. I know you are very busy writing. Yes, absolutely. Trying to pound out words and you know how it goes. It's hard mm-hmm. to do it when you're under pressure. Oh, I know, right? So I will keep this short and sweet so you can get back to it. Um, So you ready to jump right in? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. So, you know, writers usually read as much as readers do. So go ahead and share what you're reading right now, if anything. Right now, I'm reading a book by Susan Stoker. Uh, It's called Dakota, uh, Protecting Dakota. And um, she's quite a good writer, a good friend of mine, too. But it's the beginning of a series in the uh, that 12 different authors are writing in, one of which I'm writing one of them. <clears throat> Sorry, now I'm losing my voice. Oh, no. Do you have any favorite authors or authors that you feel have influenced your style of writing? Oh, I'd like to say that authors have influenced my style of writing, but I don't think they have. <laughs> no? okay. I, I do have favorites. Um, I'm a big proponent of audiobooks. I like to listen while I'm driving, and I, I do quite a few long distance road trips. And so I listened to a lot of Tammy Hogue 
And oh, I know her. Yeah, I know her books rather. <laughs> yes, I love them. I, I, I try to get something that will keep me awake mm-hmm. because I'm notorious for falling asleep at the wheel. So if I find a really good, you know, action packed book that will keep me awake, I'm good to go. But then I forget to stop for gas. <laughs> oh, no, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I love audiobooks too. What other audiobook authors, you know, authors do you like to hear on audio? Um, I like James Patterson. Mm-hmm. Um, I've listened to, have you read any of, uh, or listened to any of Odd Thomas? I enjoyed that. It's kind of a YA kind of book, but, uh, and it's paranormal. Um, I haven't had a chance to read much lately, but I've also listened to, um, gosh, it was a seal, a uh, seal story. Cause I, I write a lot about seals. So I, mm-hmm. Listened to a book by a man who had um, written about his buds training. Mm. So that was very interesting and helped me with my research that I needed for my seals. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. So, you know, you are a well-established author with over 120 books. So what inspired you to start writing as as a career? Okay. I was in the IT field. I don't know if you're familiar with being in IT at the turn of the century. It was called Y2K, you know, the turn of the year 2000. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was babysitting computers through the middle of the night because we were afraid everything was going to crash. The world was going to come to an end in the computer world. Mm -hmm. And uh, my sister and I were both babysitting computers that night. And we looked at each other and said, we don't want to do this the rest of our lives. So, and we were big romance readers, so um, we decided to jump in and try writing a book our own, on our own. Awesome. And we ended up writing the first chapter each and looking at each other and saying, now what? <laughs> so we went into the process of learning and wow. co-authored five books and then split out and did our own thing. That's very cool. And I do remember that whole incident and nothing happened. And we were all like, nothing happened. <laughs> Right? Right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're here to talk about Hearts and Heroes today. That is your series that is suspense romance, and it's a military romance as well, right? Right. My characters are brothers. They're all in different branches of the military, but they're all brothers, and they're all, you know, the military hero kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fun about this series is that I'm using places that I've been. I do a lot of traveling. Um, just got back from Peru. And um, but uh, some of the events that take place in these books are based off of my travels, which was a lot of fun because I lived in San Antonio for a while. The first book's based in San Antonio. Uh, The Mm -hmm. second book is based in Ireland. And I went to Ireland and a lot of the places that I went in Ireland are show up in that book. And uh, I just finished writing Ronan's Return, which is the third book, and it comes out October 24th. And that that book is based in Venice, Italy, which is one of my favorite oh, cities in the whole world. I love uh, Italy. It's amazing. I love everything about Italy, especially mm-hmm. the wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? When I first went to Italy, someone told me, never order special r- wine. Always have the house wine. It's always good. And they are right. They were right. Just drink they it. Were, exactly. And, and that's the best thing. You just local wine. Yep local wine. Um, I learned that my last trip, not my first trip to Italy, but my last trip to Italy. Uh, we spent some time in Cinque Terre, which is like the, the Italian Riviera. Mm-hmm. It's along the coast and it's all up against the hills. It's beautiful, beautiful. But yeah, I, I drank a lot of local wine there. It was really nice. Oh, yes. I, <laughs> I finally know all about Italy. I actually am excited to go back again sometime soon. So that's your third book, right? That's in Italy. And 
so they're brothers. How many more books? How many brothers are there? <laughs> There's four. Um, okay. The last one will be based out of uh, the Greek island of Santorini. And I, I picked that. I haven't been there yet, but I am going next year. Uh, though I will we'll be writing that book before I go. <laughs> but um, the island's just so picturesque. It has to be in a book. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Because as a person who loves to travel, I find it very exciting when I can read books. And I actually feel like I've been, you know, sent somewhere in the real world, and it feels like I'm there. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I love to do that. Um, I wrote I wrote a series of books for Harlequin based in Alaska before I'd ever even gone to Alaska. But um, then I went to Alaska, and I was, oh, it's pretty close. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Very cool. So tell me a little bit. We know it's based on brothers, but give me like an overall, you know, kind of spoiler-free, you know, idea of what, these brothers kind of go through, what are we going to be reading about? Well, all my, my guys in these series, this series is, they're military heroes. So they're strong, they're alpha, um, but they're up against uh, women that are just as strong. <laughs> Maybe not alpha, but they're just as strong, but they need some protection. Um, but they would definitely say, I can protect myself, leave me out of this. But they end up falling in love. I mean, it's, it's, that's why we write romance. We want that happy ending. You mentioned that the the heroines are strong women that can take care of themselves. They just need a little help. Right. Personally, I love a strong heroine. Anyone that reads Shelf Addiction blog or listens to me on a podcast, they know I love strong women in books. But I also love when a man and a woman can be just as strong and stronger together. So it sounds like that's the formula you're going with here. Right. Well, you know, when the guys that are in my stories, um, these four stories, they're special ops guys. And and special ops guys have the issue of they have to go whenever they have to go. So they need strong women in their lives because they have to have somebody who can stand up on their own while they're gone. Mm-hmm. And so that's why my gals are, they're strong. Uh, in Ronan's Return, my character there, she may be a million, a multimillionaire's daughter, but she chose to take a path that led her to Syria to help the women that are being abused and raped there. So I, I don't know if you saw the, the uh, uh, there was a news article about a woman, I can't remember where she was from, Netherlands or something like that, that she had gone to uh, the Middle East to help fight. Um, I mean, she's, and then and I, I kind of based my character off of her because I thought she was pretty badass. That's awesome, actually. I love that. I hadn't heard about that, but that's really cool. Yeah. So she's she's come back because now she's got a price on her head. Um, mm-hmm. The ISIS folks are after her. So um, he helps he helps her uh, survive the streets and canals of Venice. Since this is a romance, obviously, and this is an adult series, right? right. Um, can you give me your opinion on what the heat level is? I always ask when it comes to romance, my listeners, they want to know before they jump into it, what they're getting kind of like scale of one to 10, like in your opinion, because you know, it's, it's always kind of subjective, but what do you think your heat level is? Probably about a five. I, I write for Harlequin and um, Harlequin intrigue. And Mm -hmm. I tend to kind of follow their lead. It might be a little, some, sometimes a little more graphic than Harlequin intrigue would allow, but but not much, you know, because mm-hmm. not too many sex scenes because, you know, again, 
Harlequin usually keep holds me back. Hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they have they know what their audience likes. So I don't mind a little spice. But you know, I also sometimes like when it is held back a little bit, because then um, you really can see the development of the relationship between the, the couple. So do you think that there's any like insta love or insta lust? Or is there kind of like a real like slow burn of the relationships in your books? I think it's both. Mm -hmm. I think that you can have insta lust. I mean, especially if you're in a really tight situation where you're relying on each other to survive. I think that that can happen really quickly. But um, I also I also write under another pen name, my Myla Jackson. And uh, that's where I put all my really steamy hot menage sexy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That is spicy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the brothers a little bit. Um, you mentioned that they're alpha, but like how alpha are they? So obviously we know it's not like full scale Christian Grey alpha because this is a, oh, no. a rate of five. So right, right. <laughs> there's no there's no BDSM in my books, uh, mm-hmm. in my L. James books. Anyway, there might be a little touch of it. Myla books, but um, they're they're just tough guys. I mean, they're going to get in there, uh, kick butt, take names and make things happen. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. You know, I have a military background, and so I've been around a lot of guys that are like that, and um, it's it's just fun to to portray them. But they're also you know they can be big teddy bears when it comes down to falling in love with their women because they're all brothers and they're the connective tissue of all the books. Are they still sort of individual stories where someone could just pick up pick up your newest book that comes out? Yes, next they, week or? they are. They are very okay. individual. I didn't. I didn't do a connecting um, story between all four of them, so they are. They can be picked up and read individually. Are there any audio book, book versions available? Since you know, I'm an advocate of audio books. I always gotta know. Yeah, not, not yet of these. I'm. I'm playing catch up right now. I'm just going through my Brotherhood Protector series, getting the audio done with those, and then I'll work into my Hearts and Heroes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I always also like to find out, you know, what, who was your favorite character that you developed and why are they your fair, favorite character of this series, rather? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, the last one I wrote, I guess, I mean, uh, Ronan's pretty, pretty hot. Um, actually, I like one of my other characters in uh um, Max Witness is the one based in Ireland. I have a secondary character that cracks me up because I met her. She's a real person <laughs> based off of a real person, but uh, she ran a bed and breakfast in a castle. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty funny. But yeah, my but my favorite, probably Ronan. Is yes. it because he's super hot? or? <laughs> yeah, because he's come back to look for a female or woman that, that he met two years ago that he... He's going oh. through the trouble of finding her because he can't get her out of his head. That's a problem yes, <laughs> for him. Is, it is a problem for him. He's going to meet her and he's going to prove to himself that it was just all in his head. Oh, wow. But it's That's fun. cool. <laughs> well, I like what I'm hearing. Is there anything else that you like to share um, about this series in particular? So the, you know, people will run out and pick up your book, your newest published book that comes out on the 24th. Is that what you said? Yes, Get ready to to delve into the the setting because the setting you know I'm having so much fun writing the settings because I've been there, and the characters just kind of fall into place in those settings and and make the setting come alive. 
Um, so all, all these books will be unique in their settings. And uh, the characters themselves, you know, I write seat of the, you know, edge of the seat, not seat of your pants, edge of the seat, <laughs> I get the right, um, suspense. So you're, you'll jump in and um, expect to go for a wild ride. Oh, that's fun. So I got to know, are you a plotter or a pantser? How do you write? I used to be a plotter. Mm-hmm. But I don't have time right now for that. So I'm just pantsing it. Um, yeah. I, I I used to teach a whole um, plotting boot camp based on plotting. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, a lot of the things that I taught in there, I internalize. So I'm I'm building those things in my head, if not on paper. Well, I, I know you're trying to blast through some books, so I guess I could see why you don't really have time to plot everything out. You're just going. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I do some preliminary work, but, you know, I not as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Well, you're a pro. I mean, after publishing 120 books, you've, you've got it down. You know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, you say that, but, you know... I look at people that are just starting out and, and they're fresh. Mm-hmm. So it's a little harder, the farther you get into it to be, to be fresh, you know, you're, you're getting tired and you kind of, you have to pull stories out now. So, but you know, finding those new settings, finding those quirky characters, you know, it makes it all new. Yeah. Well, speaking of new writers, there are always, you know, writers in the audience or people that are looking to be published or hoping to write their first book. Do you have any advice for aspiring writers? Uh, You have to commit. You know, a lot of people, they'll say, oh, I want to write a book, but you have to commit. If you want to make, if you want to make it happen, you have to commit. And if you're not ready to, then then maybe it's not where you want to be. But yeah, you have to commit. Button chairs, hands on keys, get that writing done. It's, it's work. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, you know. <laughs> yes, it is. And you know what? And honestly, for the other side of things, if you're not ready to write, I you, sometimes it's okay to realize you're just a reader. <laughs> and that's quite all right. You may yeah. not be at a point in your life that you can do that. Yep. I, I was 40 years old before I started. And that's because I wasn't at a point in my life I, I could commit to it. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. You know, no, no sense in going halfway. Do right. it all in. <laughs> all in. Awesome. So Coastal Magic Convention is this upcoming February, and that is the event that has brought us together today. So let's talk about that for just a minute. Um, because you have so many books, I've got to ask, do you, what books do you plan on bringing to be signed? I know you're not bringing all of them. I probably I won't bring Harlequin books because they it's just too hard to order those at the right time. Oh, so no. Uh, it'll be all my indie published books. So I'll be bringing my Brotherhood Protector series, my Hearts and Heroes series, my Hellfire series, um, my Navy SEAL series uh, called Take No Prisoners. Mm-hmm. And I also have some romantic comedies that I love to bring. Um, it's an area that I would like to write more of, but, you know, I just can't sell it like I can my my romantic suspense. So, um, But I have a voodoo series that I, I adore. I'll bring that. And um, I have a Texas Billionaires Club comedy series that I'll bring as well. Mm-hmm. So you're paranormal. I'm curious about that because I am a huge paranormal <laughs> romance reader, big time. <laughs> so um, what is your paranormal series about? Vo- you mentioned voodoo. Is it about witches? Voodoo. Actually, it's about voodoo. Um, voodoo. Okay. It, it is funny. Um, it, you know, spells going wrong. 
that kind of stuff. But uh, it's got some romantic suspense in it too, but it's definitely funny. It's a laugh out loud kind of funny, which I enjoy a lot of. Oh, that's so fun when that happens. I mean, I can literally count on two hands. And I I mean, I've read a lot of books, I'm not gonna lie. But you know, I can count on two hands the amount of books where I literally just burst out laughing out loud. And I love when it happens. It's just a a pleasure when it happens. I love it too. uh, Janet Ivanovich, uh, Jennifer Kruse, both have made me laugh. And I really enjoyed writing my voodoo books because I, I laughed writing them. And people that people that enjoy a good laugh, enjoy the books. But, mm. but humor is in the uh, eye of the beholder. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, is this your first year at Coastal Magic or were you here previously? It's my first year. I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah. It's Daytona Beach. Have you been to Daytona Beach? I have not. I oh, have it's not. so fun and cozy. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I hope we don't have any hurricanes. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Right. Like, seriously, after all of the, the you know, weather hurricanes they had going on, I looked to make sure the hotel was OK. I'm like, oh, shoot, <laughs> safe. I know. I know. It's scary. Yeah, it is. But it's definitely a really fun, like quaint area. So what do you think you're looking forward to most about Coastal Magic? I love meeting the readers, um, especially, you know, well, I like meeting both the readers that have read me and the readers who haven't, because they'll come up and say, well, you know, I haven't read anything yours. What would you suggest? And then because I have such a variety, it's fun to, to match the book to the person. Yeah, that is the fun part, especially because you can do that. Um, I, I, you know, I could have a whole nother conversation about uh, with you about genre jumping because you've read, you've written so many different genres. I think that's highly unique to find an author that can cross so many different genres. That's really cool that you can do that. It keeps you fresh. Yeah, definitely. So um, are there any other events that you'll be at where readers can find you leading into Coastal Magic since that's some months away still? Oh, um, I'm headed to West Virginia for the Rebels and Readers uh, event, uh, Huntington, West Virginia, November. I can't remember. (laughs) November 4th. Okay. (laughs) And uh, other than that, I think then Coastal Magic's in February, and that's the next one. Oh, cool. Okay, well, you guys, you can find all of Elle's social media links below in the show notes. You can find buy links for her books on Amazon, and you know where to find her if you want to reach out. So let's do the lightning round. You ready for the lightning round, Elle? Go for it. All right. So let me set my little timer so that (laughs) I don't go over because I will. And I'll be asking like 100 questions and you'll be like, are you done yet? (laughs) Are you done yet? Yeah. Oh, boy. That'll be fun. All right. Are you ready? Uh, Yes, I am. All right. Physical books or e-books? E. Hero or villain? Ooh, villain. Tea or coffee? Neither. Name a book that you've read in one sitting. I'm a slow reader. I can't. (laughs) Okay. Beer or wine? A wine. Uh, Milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Milk chocolate. Vampires or werewolves? Werewolves. Where's your favorite place to read? In bed. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Cake or pie? Pie. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. What's your favorite book when you were a child? 
uh, the Little House on the Prairie series. Mm. Android or Apple? I'm sorry, what was the first part? Android or Apple? Oh, oh, Apple. <laughs> Name your favorite food. Spaghetti. And we are done. Wow, that was fast. Yeah, 60 <laughs> seconds goes fast and you put a timer on it. <laughs> it does, it does. <laughs> It was funny when you said the apple one, I was thinking, did you say orange and apple? I was going to say what? <laughs> oh, no. I always ask that because, you know, people are like, I'm team Android. I'm team Apple. You know how people really get into it about their phone. So, yeah. And in, in the vampire versus the uh, werewolf, I'm, I'm team um, shoot, what was this? Taylor Lautner. Um. <laughs> oh, Jacob. Team Jacob. Yeah, team Jacob. <laughs> Definitely. You know, I was not team Jacob. I was team Edward, but. That's only because Jacob was just so sorry at some points. But, you know, uh, but, you know, Edward was sorry, too. He was a little creep at times, too. So they were both kind of bad, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me going on that Twilight thing. I know, I know. Seriously. <laughs> I just thought he was hotter. Oh, you know what, though? He was. On screen, he was. Oh, yeah. um, I think Edward was hotter in the books and they messed up with the casting, but you know, oh, yeah. don't get me going. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much Elle, for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. Um, thank you again for taking the time. Well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed this. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Thanks for downloading, streaming, all that fun stuff. And we will see you next time. And don't forget to check out Elle below. All her links are there. Happy reading guys. Take care. Thank you for tuning in and downloading today's episode. If you're enjoying the book chat episodes and would like to show your support, there are a few things you can do. First, you can head on over to iTunes and give a positive five-star review. You can follow me on Twitter at Shelf Addiction. You can follow the Shelf Addiction podcast on Spreaker, the only place where you can listen live and get broadcast notifications so that you never miss a live episode. Most importantly, you can share the podcast with friends and family that love books and audiobooks. Thank you for listening, and until next time, happy reading. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.